May my spirit be a sacrifice to the wrongs thou didst suffer, and my soul be a ransom for the adversities thou didst sustain. I beseech God by thee and by them whose faces have been illumined with the splendors of the light of thy countenance, and who, for love of thee, have observed all whereunto they were bidden, to remove the veils that have come in between thee and thy creatures, and to supply me with the good of this world and of the world to come. Thou art in truth the Almighty, the most exalted, the all-glorious, the ever-forgiving, the most compassionate. Bless thou, O Lord my God, the divine loak tree, and its leaves and its boughs, and its branches and its stems and its offshoots, as long as thy most excellent titles will endure, and thy most august attributes will last. Protect it then from the mischief of the aggressor and the hosts of tyranny. Thou art in truth the Almighty, the most powerful. Bless thou also, O Lord my God, thy servants and thy handmaidens who have attained unto thee. Thou truly art the all-bountiful, whose grace is infinite. No God is there save thee, the ever-forgiving, the most generous. Baha'u'llah. Certainly, some being enormously rich and others lamentably poor, an organization is necessary to control and improve this state of affairs. It is important to limit riches, as it is also of importance to limit poverty. Either extreme is not good. When we see poverty allowed to reach a condition of starvation, it is a sure sign that somewhere we shall find tyranny. Men must bestir themselves in this matter and no longer delay in altering conditions which bring the misery of grinding poverty to a very large number of people. The rich must give of their abundance. They must soften their hearts and cultivate a compassionate intelligence, taking thought for those sad ones who are suffering from lack of the very necessities of life. There must be special laws made dealing with these extremes of rich and want. The government of the countries should conform to the divine law, which gives equal justice to all. Not until this is done, will the law of God be obeyed. That's Baha'u'llah in the new era. Baha'u'llah is unequivocally clear in his assertion that true wealth is spiritual wealth. He said, the essence of wealth is love for me. Whoso loveth me is the possessor of all things. And he that loveth me not is indeed of the poor and needy. This is that which the finger of glory and splendor hath revealed. On this earthly plane, spiritual wealth is seen in an individual's character. And it is becoming spiritually distinguished. That is the goal to which we should aspire. Say, honesty, virtue, wisdom, and a saintly character rebound to the exaltation of man, while dishonesty, imposture, ignorance, and hypocrisy lead to his abasement. 
by my life, man's distinction lieth not in the ornaments or wealth, but rather in virtuous behavior and true understanding. Baha'u'llah. Abdu'l-Baha wrote a letter to Andrew Carnegie about his book, The Gospel of Wealth. O oh, respected personage, I have read your work, The Gospel of Wealth, and noted therein truly appropriate and sound recommendations for easing the lot of humankind. To state the matter briefly, the teachings of Baha'u'llah advocate voluntary sharing, and this is a greater thing than the equalization of wealth, for equalization must be imposed from without, while sharing is a matter of free choice. Man reacheth perfection through good deeds, voluntarily performed, not through good deeds, the doing of which was forced upon him. And sharing is a personally chosen righteous act. That is, the rich should extend assistance to the poor. They should expend their substance for the poor, but of their own free will, and not because of the poor have gained this end by force. For the harvest of force is turmoil and the ruin of the social order. On the other hand, voluntary sharing, the freely chosen expending of one substance, leadeth to society's comfort and peace. It lighteth up the world. It bestoweth honor upon humankind. I have seen the good effects of your own philanthropy in America, in various universities, peace gatherings, and associations for the promotion of learning as I travel from city to city. Wherefore, do I pray on your behalf that you shall ever be encompassed by the bounties and blessings of heaven, and shall perform many philanthropic deeds in east and west. Thus may you gleam as a lighted taper in the kingdom of God, may attain honor and everlasting life, and shine out as a bright star on the horizon of eternity. Abdul Baha. Given the vital role of economic activity in the advancement of civilization, visible evidence of the pace at which development is progressing will be the extent to which women gain access to all avenues of economic endeavor. The challenge goes beyond ensuring an equitable distribution of opportunity, important as that is. It calls for a fundamental rethinking of economic issues in a manner that will invite full participation of a range of human experience and insight, hitherto largely excluded from the discourse. The classical economic models of impersonal markets in which human beings act as autonomous makers of self-regarding choices will not serve the needs of the world motivated by the ideals of unity and justice. Society will find itself increasingly challenged to develop new economic models shaped by the insights that arise from a sympathetic understanding of shared experience, from viewing human beings in relation to others, and from a recognition of the centrality to social well-being of the role of the family and the community. Such an intellectual breakthrough 
strongly altruistic rather than self-centered in focus, must draw heavily on both the spiritual and scientific sensibilities of the race, and millennia of experience have prepared women to make crucial contributions to the common effort, the prosperity of humankind by the Universal House of Justice. Thou compassionate Lord, thou art generous and able. We are servants of thy sheltered beneath thy providence. Cast thy glance of favor upon us. Give light to our eyes, hearing to our ears, and understanding and love to our hearts. Render our souls joyous and happy through thy glad tidings. O Lord, point out to us the pathway of thy kingdom and resurrect all of us through the breaths of thy Holy Spirit. Bestow upon us life everlasting and confer upon us a never-ending honor. Unify mankind and illumine the world of humanity. May we all follow thy pathway, long for thy good pleasure, and seek the mysteries of thy kingdom. O God, unite us and connect our hearts with the undissolvable bond. Verily, thou art the giver, thou art the kind one, thou art the almighty. Tabdul Baha.